Good morning, good morning. God took me to several places tonight and gave me some warnings in the future. And I declared and decreed, but I'm still a little shooken up, so please excuse me. Just like I'm there watching and feeling and experiencing it to get up and declare exactly against everything I felt, saw, the entire thing, everything about it. Just by God just showing me the works of the enemy. It's just such a shame how someone could be that freaking evil, man. But I'm not going to focus on the evil because we've been given the power to cast down every plan of evil. And Satan hates that. And today I see more chains on Satan. He has a lot of chains on him. And he don't have the key and no one, none of his helpers have the key to unchain him. Forever walking around chained like that. But he's able to move around, just have so many chains weighing him down to move around. This last encounter kind of like, I ain't going to lie, pissed me off the last warning for what God showed me because uh, I need your help with these chains. I don't like what I saw. (laughs) I don't like what I felt. God. And I declared over it, it won't be established. But I'm going to tell you what was going on. There was a gentleman, well, portraying to be a gentleman, going around to all these vulnerable women and buying them bottles of wine with a beautiful note. And a lot of women fell for that bottle of wine or that beautiful note, not knowing who the gentleman is. He just come and just send you a bottle of wine, a note, and tell you how special you are, how beautiful you are, and it's his treat unto you. And he's watching from afar on what you're going to do with that bottle of wine. And God showed me the detail of it and everything. It was pink wine. And I was with this woman who was so excited to finally get something from someone that she opened up the bottle of wine and took some. And then God had me be in the shoes of another woman who I don't know who it was, but he had me in her shoes. And... Help me, Father. Let me just go to the first friend first. Excuse me, it's 12, almost not even 12.30 yet in the morning. Please excuse me. But as she took that bottle of wine, he counted down a matter of minutes, like give her 10 minutes after she drank a first glass. And then he 
grabs her, finds her somewhere close and grabs her and kidnaps her. Take her into this room. And he gets excitement out of torturing, out of pain. Pain excites him. And then as he does things that have her in pain, he's recording on a TV screen and going back and forth watching her cry in so much anger and pain. The more pain she feels, the more glad he gets. So whoever, I don't know who the other woman that God had me in her shoes. I never know who the people are. He just showed me it's a woman or I could be in a place of a child or a teen. It doesn't even matter. What would matter is that God had me in this person's shoes. So it's, it's never fret. The same thing happened too. She ain't took a glass. And next thing you know, before it was too late for her to realize she was being drugged, he ran and rushed her into a room and grabbed her and balled her up so tight that her ribs began to crack. And she was telling him, stop, stop, stop. It hurts, it hurts, it hurts. He don't say a word. He just do it even tighter. And he keeps it there. He loosens up a little bit of the pain and give her a little relief. And as she just get comfortable with the relief, he tightens it up more than ever before and hear her scream and say, what can I do to get out of this pain? What can I do? Nothing I can do about it. No one's here to help me. No one can hear. No one see what's happening. I'm in this room with this man who's torturing me. I mean, I felt the level of pain. Jesus. Her ribs were breaking as he was, that's how tight he was squeezing her, balling her up to the wall in the corner of a bedroom. She on his bed. He's balling her up in the corner, squeezing her so strong, so tight, so angry that her insides begin to break and rupture. And all she can do is scream and say, Ow, it hurts. Stop, stop. You're killing me. You're hurting me on the entire. You're hurting me. He loosens up and then he tightens up again. He's like, He want to give you a relief and then tighten it up. He kept doing that. Loosen it up and tighten it up. Loosen it up and tighten it up. And that went on for hours. Her in that much pain, tortured like that, and no one knew what was going on. And people all around in the building, but couldn't hear a word. All because she took the glass of that wine. That she don't even know who the guy is. Nothing about it. And the thing about it is, the bottle was brand new, appeared to be brand new, not even open yet. Somehow he still managed to put a drug inside. And as I woke up, God said, you know what to do. Declare and decree against it. And that's not the only encounter God took me. Many others, I don't even want to mention, actually. But the thing about it is, it shall not come to pass. That's the outcome. That's what God focuses on, is not coming to pass. See how powerful our words really are? Being given the, being given the opportunity for God to take me in the future in some of these places, 
for the enemy have set up against certain people. Many people. God is taking me to these places that the enemy is trying to destroy people in different ways. So many homes, he done brought me in and all kinds of, now he took me to an office building. And I thank God that I declared and decreed against it. And it shall be established. And the enemy is so angry. All he keeps saying right now is no, no, no. And I look at Satan, I'd be like, I see all these chains in his dark place. I don't even see his demons, but it's just him right now. And all I see is him just putting his hands on his ears, yelling out, no, no, with six chains holding him down. He's able to move, but they, they're so heavy, they're heavy. And it's like a keyhole is in the middle of his chest, but there is no key. <laughs> and I just... God, I'm still shook it up, y'all. Oh, my God. God wanted me to share that. Because he gets glory out of that. Getting glory out of see us believe what we see to declare and decree against it. You know how much honor and glory in that to first believe what God showed you was concerning something that you physically cannot see or embrace, but took you somewhere in a dream that's far ahead of time? It could have happened to this woman today. It could have been happening minutes from now. But because God used to declare and decree. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know why the enemy thinks that you don't see anything. Everything. <sighs> now God started to share with me a lot of things. I got to learn how to, to deal with some of the things. It's just new to me. But God wouldn't give you nothing you can't bear. But to wake up and be shooken up like that, I was like, oh, God. I'm getting better now, but at first I, I grew up and I just had sudden anger. I woke up going straight at Satan. God said, wait, wait, wait. Declare and decree first. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted to literally like, man. After that dream, because that woman was sitting in all that torture. So tortured like that. And there's people out here, really, literally, who fill with so much anger and rage and get pleasure out of torturing people. Tying them up in basements and leaving them there for days. Stabbing them and doing all kinds of things, choking them, blindfolding them, and getting pleasure out of hurting someone like that. And many of them end up, you know, dead. Some some make it out. Oh, Jesus. I'm telling you something. God amazes me the things he put on the inside of us every day. I'm, I'm forget every day, every second now. God is showing me these eggs. 
Easter eggs. You know, Father, help me out this morning. It's so early, Father. It's not even 12.45 yet. These eggs have gotten larger. It's like Easter eggs. They've gotten larger. They look like dinosaur eggs, but they're chicken eggs. That's how much they grew. And they just keep growing. These eggs just keep growing. But they are a good, they are a good sign. It's a good sign. I don't even know what that sign really means. Actually, I'm still shooken up on that last encounter God showed me. And God says, it's over now. That will never happen because you spoke against it. And that it shall be. To sit there and feel that torture. God put me in that woman's shoes to feel that torture. I mean, like, she was just sitting in a room waiting Noticing that she was being drugged and it was too late for her to do anything, move or say anything. And here he comes, rushed in the room and just tackled her. Like literally jumped over her whole body, hovered her and squeezed her inside so tight together that it caused both sides of each pair of ribs to break. And she can feel that but can't do nothing about it. But say, ouch, 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 please stop. Relieve the pain. Relieve me from this pain, please. He ease up a little bit. And like five, ten seconds later, after she feel a little sudden relief, he go even tighter. Jesus. <sighs> Father, I thank you for the gifts. I know, focus on the outcome. But my God, you taking me there, feeling these things. Jesus, I'm still shooken up, though. I'm still shooken up. I'm not going to lie, Lord. I'm still shooken up. (laughs) It's like God is just releasing more and more of the giftings. More and more. And I'm like, man. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Usually when I get like this sometimes, got to ease it up and don't have him as much because he don't want me to be, you know, emotionally disturbed by it. But Father, I stand before you as I wipe my tears to say what is the honor it is to be able for you to show me that. And I declare a decree and it don't be established. So don't ease up. In fact, I'm going to be bold enough to ask you to show me more. Much more than this. It's my pleasure to help in such a way. I'll get over it. Just don't stop. Continue it on even more. Thank you so much. Don't ease up on me. I'll get over this. Just let me continue to help. Because God slacked up one time. And I noticed, I was like, wait a second. You ain't been taking me nowhere to to give me no warnings. I look forward to it because he does that. It's not just the warnings, but he also showed me things to call forth also. But I'm more so focusing on the things that Satan has to come 
to people's lives and try to bring in people's lives. I'm so I want some more more of that to stop his plan. Because God's plan is going to come to pass regardless. But the enemy's plan, we have the power to cast that down. So I want more of the casting of the downs. And he hates that I'm keep saying that. Jesus. All those chains you got on you. Those thick chains like that. Six chains. Six chains. Three on each side. There you go with the threes. Three on each side. God, you are serious about the Trinity. The Trinity. You, you are serious about the Trinity. See, I grew up Jewish. I didn't really grow up too much. Them speaking too much about the Trinity, but we believe. But, you know, you, you really, God really showed me how much it's, my God. Ah, oh, Father, it's 1246, Lord. I don't even want to, I want to go back to bed. I'm so up now. I'm so up now. Jesus. I speak to every person who has anger in their hearts to want to hurt another person who give pleasure out of hurting innocent people controlling people drugging people seducing people, manipulating people taking advantage of people defiling people killing any kind of evil doing to anybody, even yourself, I come against that hurt that you have, that anger that you have, that, ven- that vengeance, that rage. I come against that right now and I cast it down. Those feelings and emotions you will not entertain any longer. I declare right now the sudden cry that come upon you that you cry out for help. To get that pain up out of you. That anger out of you. Jesus. As a child of God, as a child, as a believer, let me say that, as a member in the body, please watch what you do. Don't be a member that prays and still do things of the world. Because God can't really protect you the way he wants to when you're willing out of his hands. A lot of things that we see happen to people, we have no idea what happened behind closed doors. We just see the name. We just see the outside. But we have no idea what's been going on behind them four walls of their home. You understand. My purpose of saying this is, whatever you have people thinking you are, won't you become that person, which is the person that God wants you to be? Don't be who you are sometimes. Let me say it that way. Be a child of God all the time. Don't think it's okay to live a life this way and then behind the four walls of your home, you're disrespectful, talking nasty, drinking, smoking, doing all those things. Let me tell you how foolish the enemy trying to expose you. He have you thinking it's okay to do so. And then you feel like, okay, it's okay, I'm a human, I can do this, it's okay, I'm born again. 
but your mind is not renewed. So the enemy slowly, he's not going to come to you with his whole entire plan. He gradually places it upon you to the point where then when you expose, he laughs right behind your back while you expose and leave. By you entertaining the flesh, left to be exposed like that, and now you feel with so much shame. And let me give you an example of what that looks like. A person that's a great influencer out here in the earth who be at church sometimes, speaking and doing things, doing that, and yet they get up in front of the whole world on social media, or you'll see them in somewhere they're not supposed to be, you see them drinking and smoking, cursing and all that, but then go to church and be on top of it, get in front of the whole church and pray. And you know, we, can't, we don't judge anybody, because you know that's not what we do. But you know it ain't right. You know it ain't right. And I see a lot of, God, I know I see it. I know, I know, I know you see it. I know. A lot of these great leaders out here, and I mean great mega churches and celebrities that's representing the gospel are falling into that temptation so suddenly that here comes to being exposed. Now you're in a newspaper, on TV, all exposed for doing something like that. And you feel so much shame. But you open yourself up for the shame. And not to exalt the name above every name. So you got to be real mindful. Let me say to you. A lot of us drink wine. And I can't tell you what to do and what not to do. I used to. Even more than that. But God literally set me down and said, Quinesha, you cannot take. I don't know what he's saying to you. He might not say that to you. Do you understand me? He's telling me, Quinesha, you cannot take. Now, would I ever take? Uh, I No. I didn't go, no. He said, I cannot take. I had to, I was trying to just, what about in two years, God? No. <laughs> I just tried it. No, God said, no. No, Jesus. No. Because how he crafted me, I cannot intake that. I have to be sober. And I really have to watch. Because he anointed me with sight. And if I'm under the influence, I won't be paying attention. You understand? Like some people, they stop doing things according to, you know, whatever God, you know, anointed them to do. But a lot of them just do it on their own. Just They just want to stop on their own without God even saying anything about doing anything. But God literally sat me down and said, do not take. Don't take. And he always shows me new wine. New wine. Right now we're toasting to these beautiful glasses. And it's like just a cap full of great wine in it. And we're moving the glass around to stir it up. The father and I just made a toast. Because of what I just declared decree would not be established. 
If I be around you and you so happen to drink wine, then that's that's you drinking wine. I'm not against you drinking wine. I'm not at all. But I can't buy. I can't take. Does it make me any better than you? It does not. I just that how God crafted me, I cannot take because I have to watch soberly. And that's why the enemy tried to, if you notice, you can see where the enemy's hand is now that you, God is exposing the truth. That's why he was influencing me to cope with alcohol for so long. Drink, shut up and drink, 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 drink. Because he knew that I was called not to. He always tried to have you do the opposite. Curse. We don't curse. Lust. We don't lust. He always comes to you with the opposite. But the thing is, he has the invitation for you. Are you going to accept it? Are you going to continue to believe the report of the Lord? I'm going to tell you something. Like I said, God is exposing to me a lot of angelic realms and, you know, dimensions. But he also exposed to me evil forces as well. I don't like it. But I accepted the gift. And I'm asking God to show me how to appreciate what he's showing me. And by him just toasting that up with me, I see more. I'm starting to get more appreciation because... What I see, I say. <laughs> and what I say is established. A lot of times we hide things from people. We don't want them to see what we really be doing. Behind closed doors, but God sees it all. And God said to me one time, I was even doing that. And God said, Put more honor in me than man. Honor me that much that you won't do it at all because I see. Not trying to hide it from what they see. If many of us, if any of us who does evil deeds and and be able to have the ability for God not to see what you're doing and being exposed unto God what you're doing, a lot of us will try to put a veil on God's eyes from not seeing what you're doing. But it's not so. It's revealed. It's exposed. How honoring is that to stop it because you know he sees versus stop, I mean, uh, uh, hiding it from man who can't see. Hope you're getting my words. Please understand me today. I want to get what God used me to say to you. Just continue to remain a child of God, a worshiper, a believer, without wavering. Don't be nasty attitude some days. And then when you go to church, you be nice. God exposed to me that... uh, A lot of people want to have a gift like this. You know how we be wanting other people's stuff? 
We have no idea what we're asking when we want something that doesn't belong to us. And that's like saying, God, I don't like what you gave me. What you've given me, I'd rather have what they have. Like as if your gift is not good enough. Do you know every gift connects? Every gift connects. It causes everything to run so smoothly. You see my gifts. You're hearing about my gifts. Your gift connected to mine. I need your gifts to connect to me. So I can continue to, you know, move smoothly. And that means that. I see God. Stay connected. Don't disconnect yourself even with your thoughts. I'm going to tell you something. God reads the mind. Sees what's in your mind. That's why you got to keep your mind renewed. Because when you think about it, you pay too much attention to it. It's going to be in your heart. Then your heart goes unguarded. Here comes Satan. Here comes Satan. I feel better now. Oh, God, that one took me a little longer to get not shooken up over that one. That was different, Father. That was very different. No, don't ease up. Don't ease up. Don't ease up. In fact, give me more. Give me more. Give me more. Yeah, I can handle it. I can handle it. I can handle it. <laughs> I just thought about, like, you know, in the future, getting married and these encounters happen when God shows me stuff like this. Or we could just be in the bed lying down, just, you know, and I just jump up. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. God says, everything runs smoothly when it's of God. They are already prepared for your anointing. And you are already prepared for theirs. Nothing is really by surprise. Some things may take some getting used to. But every spirit that I connect in that area to be joined as one already know what to expect. Thank you, Father, for saying that. So I was like, man... She don't even know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but um, I just thank God for it. You know, the enemy hates that. His plan has been exposed in such a powerful way. I'm not going to hold you guys too long. Because I am actually still tired. It's, it's one o'clock. <laughs> In the morning. <laughs> I just want to share that. Be, don't be double-minded. Don't think you can live double lives. Is he what what it is or is it? Good or bad? There's no you're good, but you can do some bad things. Or do some bad things and be good. God, thank you so much for that. He shared to me the guy that was in that, that warning, that prophetic dream. The one who was going around giving these bottles of wine out with these drugs in them. To rave. You know what women to pick vulnerable ones. But God don't show me how that, that he picks them. He might, they might do social media and, and they might be talking like that. And then all of a sudden he'd say, I'm going to send you a bottle of wine today from me. And she decided to get that. She built a little trust within him. I don't know how it started. That wasn't the purpose. The purpose was what happened. And God showed me that it's not happening because I declared against it. 
but make it more powerful is that the person that was set up, that what the enemy was going to use to set up to do that, not even operating that type of mindset anymore. Jesus. Even at all, even. See how powerful is that? For someone to be, like, like for example, this person on their way to be tempted by the enemy and they're going to fall for the trap to hurt someone else. But because God showed me that before they even got to that place where the enemy was, that would not happen. Then they didn't even make it to the destination where the enemy was going to meet them. Do you understand how powerful this is? Jesus. My God. My God. My God. My God. Jesus went into the, the woods to be tempted by the enemy. It was, right? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he went to be tempted by the enemy. My God. He went to be tempted. Let me go back and read that today. He went into the, he went into the temptation. It wasn't like he was surprised. He did that purposely. He knew the enemy where he see him. He could see Satan before Satan could see Satan. He went in to be tempted on purpose. Because glory to be revealed. Left out with the power. Power of the Spirit. Jesus. I thank you guys so much for listening to that. Everything God you showed me, I'm going to say it beforehand. It will not come to pass. That he's still going to take me to these places. <laughs> so I can know what to declare and decree about. Because you have to actually call these things out. Call them out. Like he's showing me words and they're all on fire and they're like in line. They're lining up for me to, it's like a factory, a factory of words. And they've been positioned in fire to come to me. I speak them. All right, give me these words. Speak them. All right, give me these words. Speak them. It's a constant of doing that. That's the best way I can describe it. It's a constant of doing that. And it's like the virtue of the power of the voice is sitting it where it belongs. That it shall not come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, angels. Greater is he who's in us, he's in the world. I love you, I love you, I love you. Thank you for listening. 